Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey y'all, we're back. Episode 31 of Damsels in Detroit. Yay! Um, And I'm sitting here with Danielle Smith-Parker. And of course, you know, I'm about to read a little bit about her before we get into our questions. So, Danielle Smith-Parker is the CEO and founder of Detroit Made, an online marketplace for on-demand home cleaning. Detroit Made currently provides service in 71 cities in Michigan and Illinois. The lifelong Detroiter and neat freak admits that she's fierce with a microfiber cloth and absolutely loves the smell of Methods Lavender All-Purpose Cleaner. Danielle has a Bachelor of Arts degree in Public Relations from Central Michigan University and is an alumna of the Build Institute, Inform Engage, and G-Beta Business Accelerator. She's also been featured in Good Housekeeping, Crane's Detroit Business, Fortune Magazine, and more. When she's not busy making sure things are sparkling clean and in tip-top shape, Danielle serves on the board of the Michigan League for Public Policy and speaks frequently on entrepreneurship, self-care, and time management. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? Good. You Good. look so cute, like oh, I told you, you earlier. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm excited because <clears throat> I feel like I've had a couple guests on here and the topic of like home cleaning has mm-hmm. come up. So mm-hmm. it's just great to have you here because now we can have this expert knowledge <laughs> and I'm ready to dive in. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having Yay. me. You're welcome. So first question, um, you started Detroit Made in 2013, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what inspired you to start this home cleaning business? So it was really like a perfect storm. So I, um, one, I was looking for someone to clean Mm -hmm. and just had a really hard time finding someone. And it, it, it also happened to be around the time that I was um, commuting to work in Lansing. Okay. So I would go to work, I would commute three days a week and work from home two days a week. Okay. And I was exhausted. And yeah. the last thing I wanted to do when I came home was clean. Yeah. But I couldn't find, I wanted, I'm, I'm, I'm out of, I'm not a millennial, I'm a zennial, but, <laughs> but, you know, very millennial tendencies. I don't want to call around. I don't want to have to do it more than once. I just want right. to go online, book something, mm-hmm. know that you're trusted, reputable, vetted, insured, and keep it moving. So like a one shot deal, book yeah. it and set it and forget it. And I could not find that. Okay. And so, um, <clears throat> so then I was like, okay, you know, pro Detroit, I wanted to find someplace inside the city. Couldn't. So then I was like, fine, you know, Mary made Molly made some of our competitors okay. and they wouldn't come into Detroit. So then it went from, um, you know, wanting to fill this need that I had for, you know, just getting cleaning services to now it's personal and it's mm-hmm. a social issue. And, I'm yeah. like, and it happened to also converge with this, this sort of angst about like, I am an entrepreneur and I want to do more. I want to do something of my own right. and something that I can grow while I'm employed mm-hmm. also. And so um, it was sort of a perfect storm. And I decided like, you know what? I can start something like this. Yeah. Um, and so I started it. So I, I was looking around at the end of 2012 okay. and then officially started the business in January of 2013 mm-hmm. and um, hired excuse me, hired uh, one team member and then we just continued to grow Mm -hmm. um, over time. And then about three, I set a goal to be able to, you know, transition and leave my job uh, three years later, Mm -hmm. you know, assuming like to get to the space where, you know, we can outpace that. 
and um, it took about three and a half years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, so we I've been running the business and, and, and along the way, um, I met my husband who also had a cleaning business mm-hmm. and we merged. And so we pivoted. Yeah, we pivoted <laughs> a little bit um, and to grow it to more of an online marketplace. Um, so it's it's really grown quite a bit. That's since awesome. Those days in 2013. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your earliest and like fondest memories of cleaning? Like, did you grow up in a house where on Saturdays, if the R&B music was playing, you already knew what time it was? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, it's funny. So I have sort of a hybrid of experiences. Okay. So at my my household, no, we actually didn't. It was a little bit more laissez-faire. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you take care of your stuff. You okay. know? Um, but my grandmother, who was very influential in, you know, raising me, I, I mm-hmm. spent probably 40% of my time with my grandmother. Okay. That was the, when you get up, you know, you you hear that music yeah. in the morning, you know, if if she's up cleaning, you're going to mm-hmm. be up there cleaning right, you know, right yeah. up there with her. So it was sort of a hybrid mm-hmm. uh, of those things. And my, and it actually worked out really well, that hybrid, because that interest and that value for prioritizing cleanliness was there. But also, you know, with my mom being a very busy, busy, busy woman, busy professional woman, mm-hmm outsourcing is something that ha- you know has always stuck in my mind like okay. how do i create systems to make things easier for myself and my family yeah so um so really that that hybrid of those two things so of course it's you know detroit made is about cleaning but it's a a bigger the the macro of it is outsourcing and saving you time to do things that are really important to you, whether that's spending time with your family, right. taking a nap, yeah. you know, doing homework, whatever, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Can you talk more about the beginning stages of your business? So when you started, like you said, you had one team member. So was mm-hmm. it just the two of you going out and doing everything? Yep. So uh, my cousin was my first um, okay. team member. Shout out to the and, cousin. Yeah, shout out to the cousin. <laughs> Absolutely. Shout out to family, definitely. And so, you know, I would be working in Lansing mm-hmm. and he would be doing jobs here. And okay. then I would um, build institute. Well, at the time it was um, before. Oh, gosh, I can't remember the name of it. But oh, Dehive. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah. at that time it was Dehive. And they were one of our first clients. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, clean Dehive and then drive to Lansing oh, to wow. get to work by nine. You know, Oh, you were doing and it then, in the morning. It, yeah. Whenever we could. So, you know, we you know, we were kind of creating the online okay. system, getting referrals doing things like that so my cousin would take care of daytime things Mm -hmm. I would do nighttime things and then when I was able to hire more people you know I I focused more on the systems you know doing the marketing the Mm -hmm. branding you know establishing our web page okay soliciting clients and things like that and then we continued to let the team grow so I was able to you know still work right um, support you know the growth of the business while we had team members who you know we were organized to be able to carry out the functions of the business okay and how would you compare that to how the business is running now like you're i'm assuming you're not still driving out to lansing right three no, times a week. No, okay I, yeah i quit i quit in 2014 okay yep and um <clears throat> excuse me or might have been 15 sorry i can't remember but <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so no i'm not driving out to lansing anymore i was able to you know quit my full-time job okay. and focus on growing you know growing and scaling the business um and so we have a hybrid of team members now so Mm -hmm. we have our um, independent contractors who work anywhere from you know 20 to 30 hours a week and we also have gig workers which is sort of a newer um pivot that we have Mm so we've operated for the last few years as sort of a traditional janitorial company with an you know easy access just go online you book the service um now we're transitioning to be an online marketplace so we're able to have gig workers 
in a large, you know, kind of a, a broader swath of, uh, you know, we can have a broader reach. So mm-hmm. we were um, in Lansing, Ann Arbor, Detroit, the Detroit metro area, okay. you know, cities all around Detroit. And then, um, and the, that same is true for the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, northwest suburbs and some of the areas around there. And we're able to do that with gig workers. So okay. now we're in a space where as a marketplace, we have workers who might work two hours a week. Gotcha. They might work. 30 hours a week. Mm -hmm. They might work one hour a month. You know, they choose how often they want to plug in. Mm -hmm. So the simple version is it's just Uber for cleaning. And so, yeah, so we're, we're new to this pivot. We just um, transitioned from that to the Mm -hmm. marketplace model this summer. Okay. So we're still testing, we're still doing the consumer research. Um, And so, you know, right now Chicago is our second um, major metropolitan area okay. and we're, we're looking to phase out the the third and fourth within this next quarter so we're, nice. we're excited about you know kind of how we're growing and yeah. scaling and learning that's exciting and it's like i mean 2013 is it's not that long ago <laughs> <laughs> it feels like yesterday yeah so i kind of want to circle back because you mm-hmm. said when you were looking for someone to clean or help you with your home you were having an issue of, like, people not wanting to come into the city. So, obviously, like, I have a, an idea or reasoning mm-hmm. in my head of oh, why absolutely. that is. Absolutely. But when you started your business, why did you feel like it was so important to not shut people out in that way? Because, you know, like, it's, if I need it done, I need it done. Like, absolutely. what is, and if you, I'm sure, like, some of those companies market themselves as, like, Detroit, whatever. Absolutely. That and was, then, oh, no, it's okay. Sorry, but just <laughs> the fact that, like, they're not one base in the city and also don't even want to come and service it is so problematic absolutely so yeah my my passion and my background is actually social justice okay and so it you know it, it it's probably like wait wh- what made you pivot to run a cleaning company yeah. but one of the things that really drove me and said you know what no I need to do this was I was pissed I'm yeah. like I was born and raised in Detroit mm-hmm. and we know we know the coded language behind that right. we know that I don't come into Detroit and I'm in Oak and I live and I'm in Oak Park. Right. We know what that means. Yeah. We know. So it, I just felt like as someone who, you know what, I have these ideas. I, you know, I am an entrepreneur. I, I have this skill set, and I know that I'm going to have a consciousness for, for the people in my community. Mm-hmm. I'm going to identify opportunities to create space and opportunity for them to grow and they're, whether they're entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or not, or as employees in our business. And if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be somebody from here. So I right. want to do it, you know? So that's kind of, it, it was a thought, but it, but that sort of denial fueled the passion. Like, no, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Good answer. That's really frustrating though. It, oh. it really is. We could, talk all day about you know <laughs> but, but we're just gonna go to yeah. the happier question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you talk about how the process works so like say I'm ready to go on Detroit May's website sure where do I go from there sure so you go to DetroitMade.us. it mm-hmm. takes the whole process takes about two to three minutes so you okay. just um right on the home page there's a few different options for you to just pick a package mm-hmm. um and we have 
basically Detroit themed packages. So two of our more popular ones are the Woodward and the Dequinder cut. Okay. Um, the Woodward is a two hour package. So mm-hmm. a lot of our folks that live in apartment buildings or condos or want like a, um, you know, kind of focus on like the kitchen and the bathroom, which are really key target areas mm-hmm. for folks. Um, they get that. And then the Dequinder cut is a four hour cleaning. Um, and we have a process called the Metafesto that applies to all of it. It's basically a checklist of everything that gets done to mm-hmm. make it as consistent as possible for, you know, no matter who's cleaning your home from right. the Detroit made team. Okay. Um, so you select a package, you select a time. Once you select both of those two things, there's just a few questions that you answer just so that the team member can get a full understanding of what exactly it is that you want. So okay. take a, you know, you look at the manifesto, check, check, check. I want these things. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, two bedrooms, a dog, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> this, you know, the key will be with the doorman, you know, this little information like that. Um, and then, you know, you, you book your appointment, <clears throat> excuse me, the, um, once you book that appointment online, the, the team member gets an alert that okay. basically said, yeah. So the, the calendar is based on team members availability. Gotcha. So for every gig worker or contractor that works for us, they give us their schedule. They mm-hmm. set their own schedule and then we plug it into the calendar. And what the client sees is sort of an aggregate of everybody's calendar. Okay. So the, you know, the first person who clicks that, who accepts that, mm-hmm. um, that, um, uh, I don't know why I'm losing words. Like the request. <laughs> the request. Okay. Yeah, the first person who accepts the request, mm-hmm. um, they get the alert, they accept it, and then they, um, you know, get the information to be able to go out to the home. You, as a client, you get a notification and a confirmation that says, hey, so-and-so is your cleaner. This is everything that's going to get done, which is, you know, what you filled mm-hmm. out. Um, and then there's an email and a text reminder just prior to your appointment. So if you book an appointment for the next day, you're going to get a text that afternoon okay that just says hey just to remind you we're going to be here tomorrow at four o'clock nice yeah and then um so yeah the person comes out they have all the information that they need of course they have supplies Mm -hmm. um and then they if you're there they walk through the process with you really quickly just to reiterate what you asked for yeah um if not if they have questions for you they text you or call you based on your preference and um yeah then after the service is complete you get a a, um an email that just asks how everything went and you're able to rate your cleaner Mm -hmm. and you're all set um and most of our clients, um, the subscription model is fairly new. So okay. um, some a lot of our clients subscribe and it's just a monthly subscription that to get a guaranteed so discount. So nice. you don't have to, yeah, you just set it and forget it. You don't have to keep calling and are you available this time or that right. time? It's just done. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's nice too that you don't even need to be present right. while the cleaning is happening because like sometimes, like if you want it done during work, it's like, well, mm-hmm. I can't run home. Exactly. You know, to like open the door. Like, how, well, I guess in that instance, how mm-hmm. does it work if somebody is not going to be home? Do they just like leave a set of keys for you? Do they leave the door unlocked? Nope, they don't leave the door. We do not advise them to leave the door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it kind of varies. So there's a, a portion of the intake form that, mm-hmm. um, um, offers a few options and asks what your preferences are. Okay. Um, so it it varies from um, leaving a key. If if you happen to be in an apartment, a lot of people do yeah. that with their leasing manager gotcha. or the person at the front desk, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you live in a home, there's some coordination. You know, we, we're on Washington and Grand River. Mm-hmm. A lo- about 60% of our clients are downtown and midtown okay. in, in the Detroit area. Mm-hmm. Um, in Chicago, it's a little bit different. The whole the process is way different there so we're kind of figuring that out okay <laughs> but um but in metro detroit sometimes people even say can i just bring a key to your lockbox nice. so we, at our office on, on um, grand river in washington people mm-hmm. will come and bring a key but that that's rare yeah actually so of the people who do leave a key um you know 
they can come and they can bring it. But then there, there's so many different ways. Yeah, to do so it. many different ways to do it. Oh, and wow. people are, we do encourage people if they can be there for the first appointment, mm-hmm. just so that they can see their cleaner's face and right. there can be an introduction is ideal. It's not a requirement, but um, but it is encouraged. So mm-hmm. you know, just so you know that the you know the person who's yeah. coming. That makes sense. Yeah. And then there is a key exchange after that if they're comfortable. Okay. Nice. This giving me so many ideas. <laughs> because I just, well, one of my questions too was how you felt about people in apartments. Like, do you feel like it's necessary for people in apartments or condos to utilize the service? Because I keep saying, like, I just would love somebody to clean my bathroom and kitchen Absolutely. because I don't want to. Absolutely. That, that's <laughs> our client base. Yeah. So our client base is the busy person who, Mm -hmm. you know, is just like, Hey, you know, I can take care of the big stuff. I can, you know, I just want to come home to a clean house Mm -hmm. and I don't, I want somebody to take care of my kitchen and my bathroom, vacuum my floors Mm -hmm. and make sure things are nice for me and save me that three hours or what have you. So our biggest, um, you know, group of clients live in condos and apartments. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Can you talk about the other packages that you offer as well as the pricing for them? Because when I was looking at your website, I was like, this is not expensive (laughs) at all. Like, Mm -hmm. wow. I think that that's another reason why I was like hesitant about it, too, because I'm like, how much is this going to cost? And like, is that like a necessary, you know, cost for me every month or whatever? And like, is it just because I'm not good at managing my time? Like, what are we doing here? But I feel like your pricing is wonderful. Well, first, thank you. <laughs> and and I think that's a big concern for a lot of people. And I think it, it's it's interesting because when we outsource, there, there's there's this Harvard study about happiness. Okay. And how, you know, when you have an opportunity to outsource certain things that you prefer not to do, mm-hmm. it increases your happiness quotient, right? And then yeah. you spend less money doing certain things that are sort of like relief behaviors mm-hmm. like eating or whatever you know things that sometimes you do because you're stressed out or whatever right and it and it's it was a really interesting study and it talks about when you outsource things like it, and it of course it varies from person to person but let's say for example grocery delivery mm-hmm. home cleaning um things that you know chore services dry cleaning things like that you're happier right, right. and um and you know again they're Money does not buy happiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so not to not to get those things confused, of course. Yeah. But when you have an opportunity to outsource, it's okay. okay. Like it's okay to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a reflection of, man, I should have done this or I should right. should have done that. If a cleaning person who's skilled in, you know, doing this particular thing can mm-hmm. do a thing in two hours right. that may take you four. Right. <laughs> and you can do the things that only you can do mm-hmm. it's a better use of your time yeah so the you you can't necessarily outsource your job or right. playing with your kids mm-hmm. or preparing for a final or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be but you can outsource certain tasks that other people can do right and it's not necessarily a matter of you know oh man I should have done this or that it's really just efficiency mm-hmm. you know I have a membership with a grocery delivery service is not because I can't get to the grocery store, right. but it's a better use of my time to be mm-hmm. able to do my work or spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, also happen to have a, a four year old who wants to touch everything in the grocery yes. store. So, <laughs> so it's just a better use of my time. Right. Okay. And, and we, I, I would equate cleaning often 
with yeah, them. that's a good way to look at it. Because I think there is like a little bit of a guilt factor, at yeah. least for me, associated yeah. with that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I so I like going to the grocery store actually mm-hmm. like calms me. Like oh, it has nice. like that target factor for nice. me. Like I when can't I'm at, relate, but that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but cleaning when I have to do that, like I'm in there like sweating. I'm yeah. just like, let me tell you something. I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I grew up in a house where it's like you can't have a dirty house. Yeah, like especially absolutely. if you have people coming over, absolutely. you need to be like literally scrubbing the floors, mm-hmm. like on your hands and knees, mm-hmm. washing the wall, like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is too much. Yeah, this yeah, much. yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. I I think that our our parents and grandparents' generations, there's a different. Um, um, we I think we carry the value for that cleanliness, mm-hmm. which is really amazing and great and we also have a, a, a the the types the type of work that we do often isn't similar to the way that our grandparents and our parents right. worked right. so sometimes that outsourcing is critical mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also I don't have children to just be like you do it yeah <laughs> because <laughs> my mom used to tell me that all the time she was like i mean i had you all so exactly. that you could do the dishes and i'm like i don't i don't think that's right i don't really think that's my purpose in life but okay <laughs> i'm not a dishwasher mom right. <laughs> she would beg to differ yes she would <laughs> so what products do you swear by when it comes to cleaning and do you try to use more natural versus more chemically based ones. So we're actually again I keep using this hybrid word but it is what <laughs> it is. So we're about 80% um or uh, uh environmentally friendly mm-hmm. and sort of the traditional cleaners. So we do have um we swear by vinegar for so okay. much and then we have some, you know, shameless plug we are developing a product line. So Ooh. yeah, <laughs> but shameless plug. Mm-hmm. No, we love but shameless we- plug. <laughs> <laughs> so we do swear by a lot of our natural products okay. that we use, which is, you know, infusions of just kind of essential oils mm-hmm. and some of the more natural products like, um, you know, vinegar and water okay. and with with some really amazing scents mm-hmm. that we have. Um, and then some of the more traditional products we swear by Method, which is also environmentally friendly. Yeah. Um, we love Method cleaners. They they work well and they smell great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, you know, our staples that we just have not transitioned from. From okay. like the Clorox and you know okay. we we do use those as well. Okay, I was going to ask you about um, bleach. <laughs> yeah, well, so um, not just um, just a hundred percent bleach. Yeah, but yeah, we do have some products that have bleach in, like the yeah Clorox okay. wipes and things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wipes. Yes, the like the liquid stuff. Sometimes when I use it, I'm just like, should I be using this yeah. <laughs> in my home? I don't know. And then sometimes like you get to like. Bleaching one thing and then going over with another product. And I'm like, am I killing myself? Like, Absolutely. I don't, I don't know these fumes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and surprisingly, just a random side note. One thing that's really interesting to be cognizant of is the scent is not necessarily indicative of the toxicity. Okay. Like, ble- so you smell the bleach and you think, whoa, but yeah. there might be another product that is just as equally toxic okay. but it happens to smell like flowers gotcha so reading that label you know if you have a value for environmentally friendly mm-hmm. products just because it's unscented doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it's not toxic okay yeah so okay. not to be a downer but <laughs> <laughs> um well since we already shamelessly plugged <laughs> can you kind of talk about some of the products you'll be released sure so okay. yeah that just we're just in the very early phase mm-hmm. so you know 
you don't have to rush to the website to go buy it okay. yet because I know everybody is, right? No, yeah. I'm I mean, honestly. No. <laughs> but um, just an all-purpose cleaner and a glass cleaner are the okay. first two products that are rolling out. And the all-purpose works for just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, lavender scented and lemon scented. Okay. So we'll be, you know, doing announcements and things mm-hmm. like that. So we're, our primary focus is, is the scale, you know, okay. so we're, we're um, really testing out a lot in Ann Arbor, testing out a lot in Chicago to make sure that this gig model works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we're, what we're doing is efficient and works well with the systems we've created here in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, knock on wood, Windsor's right, you know, yeah. right, right behind it mm-hmm. um, with uh, Toledo right behind that. So nice. we're, the, the, the focus is scaling and the product line is sort of the undercurrent that we're slowly growing. Okay. So, you know, we anticipate probably a March release for that. But okay. I, I couldn't help but mention it because I'm really excited. Yes, no, this is exciting. I love when people <laughs> tell me secrets. <laughs> what would you say are the best tactics to use when it comes to cleaning certain areas of the house, like your bathtub or your kitchen sink? Oh, definitely vinegar, vinegar, vinegar. Okay. So vinegar, you know, alone, I know it's it's stinky, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But when you <laughs> mix it with water and put, you know, one of your favorites, mix it with one of your favorite mm-hmm. scents, it really can, um, it, it cuts into everything. Okay. So like, for example, the, um, the chrome mm-hmm. on your, on your, in your bathtub that often can get a little grimy okay. or a little filmy over time. If you just take like a, a Ziploc bag mm-hmm. of, or a, a sandwich bag of vinegar okay. and you cover that, um, that nozzle okay, and like let it sit there. So like do it before you go to bed. Okay. And then when you get up in the morning, you take that thing off. You can just wipe in any film or any kind of um, stains that were mm-hmm. there. They're gone. Okay. Like it's, it's a vinegar is just a miracle. Yeah. Pour a little vinegar in your toilet bowl. Okay. Leave it there. You know, the next day, just do a quick swish. Mm-hmm. Everything's gone. Okay. You know, um, for the grout, a quick hack, <clears throat> excuse me, a quick hack for grout is actually toilet bowl cleaner. Hmm. Yeah. And so if, and if you want to go a natural route, which, you know, we often do at, for an at home choice, some bacon, baking soda mm-hmm. and vinegar. Okay. And then just kind of scrub that in your grout, you know, mm-hmm. leave that there for as, as long as you, you can stand. Like, okay. so if you want to do it again before bed or something like that, yeah, put it there. And then in the morning before you get in the shower, just rinse it all down mm-hmm. and your grout is like nice and it's nice and clear. Can you clear. use apple cider vinegar or would you say? You can, but white vinegar is okay. is cheaper Better. and does exactly the same okay. thing. Save that for your, you know, everything else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's so, I don't use, well, I have like this, I bought, I think it was from TJ Maxx, but it's like vinegar, something and something else. It's like three things in it, but it smells really good. Mm-hmm. Vinegar, rosemary, and what is the other thing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I like to use it mm-hmm. in my kitchen. It makes me feel like I'm like doing something better than just using like absolute. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I totally get it. I yeah. mean, vinegar is just that we swear by vinegar. Mm-hmm. It's just our favorite thing. And then our scented products make me feel better about it. I'm like, it works so well, but it stinks. And then when we're able mm-hmm. to infuse the essential oil, yeah. and, you know, put all of the nice fragrances in it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. This yeah. is the deal. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, definitely. Especially for the bathroom because I feel like, it, I mean, I get it clean, but I'm like, it could be better. I hear you. Yeah. Or I'll just call. Or you can just, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> which Subscribe I might, to Detroit. Man. Which I think I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some things that you think people need to pay more attention to when it comes to cleaning? 
And how about some things that they should stop doing? You know what? I really think it depends on your priorities, Okay. Um, actually, because I think that we we have we see so many clients who have so many different priorities. We have clients who their living room might be filled with boxes and papers uh-huh. and you know maybe from an outside perspective you might say, you know, we we've had some workers come back to us and say, "Are you sure that they didn't want anything done in the X room?" Okay. But it's not a priority for them and they gotcha. say, you know, I want my bathroom to be spotless. I want my kitchen to be spotless. Mm-hmm. And maybe their bedroom is not necessarily the priority. And so I really, I, I can't say what should be done okay. more or less. But I would say um, from the perspective of a, <laughs> of a you know, it, a person in the service is you don't have to worry about what the cleaner thinks when they get to your house. Yeah. So you don't have to spend a whole lot of time trying to clean before the cleaner comes. Okay. You definitely want to, you know, move things out of the yeah. way, but um don't don't clean your kitchen for the cleaner because you you're, you're doing person. it to, you're doing it to save time. <laughs> and the goal is for you to do the things that only you can do. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be one thing. And then I would say that um Cleaning a little bit as you go, just mm-hmm. kind of throughout, just throughout your daily life makes things a lot easier yeah. um, and you feel a little bit less overwhelmed. So mm-hmm. you don't have to, it sounds overwhelming to say clean every day. Right. Um, but if you put certain things in place, like maybe, um, you know, maybe you leave a lot of mail when you come in the house, mm-hmm. right? So, okay. So maybe you decide to put a little, a cute little decorative box on your yeah. side table, things like that, that are just... Um, systems that allow you to have a, an easier time. Yeah. So I would say prior figure out what wor- systems work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a value for a cleaning service and you feel like, you know what, I do want to outsource this thing, do that mm-hmm. and l- leave it alone. Okay. You know, articulate your priorities and don't don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be. Let it be. <laughs> um, does cleaning make you feel at ease or peaceful? Yes. Okay. Yes. When I'm stressed out, I, <laughs> I stress clean. And, okay. I, and also when I'm just like in a really good mood, like this morning, I, I, I got up at about like a quarter to five this morning. Mm-hmm. And Is that your normal wake up time? No, it's usually like, so my body clock wakes me up at five. Okay. But I don't always get out of bed at five okay so it very it, it depends even that thought <laughs> <laughs> it, it it's weird i don't know <laughs> it, my eyes just shoot open at five every wow. morning no matter what but time you go to sleep no matter what time i go to sleep mm-hmm. it could, it, if i went to bed at four which i i try not to do that yeah. i try to go to bed at a reasonable <laughs> time but um but yeah i got up early this morning and i and so we've had this bare Christ, christmas tree for the last couple days mm-hmm. and we've been putting like couple ornaments here a couple ornaments there mm-hmm. and I'm like okay so before this Christmas tree is dressed I mm-hmm. need to make sure that the living room is nice and clean okay then the foyer needs to be clean and I need to do this and I need to do that, oh know? my goodness so but I felt excited because okay. I'm like now I'm ready to decorate the Christmas tree okay. you know and so by like eight o'clock there's this beautiful Christmas tree mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my god everything's clean so I get excited okay. about things like that and then and it and it's the same way when I'm stressed out. I'm okay. like, I need an outlet. And yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's weird. Different strokes for different <laughs> right? folks. You know, <laughs> I think when I get stressed, I eat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you me know? too. Yeah. Or go to sleep. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, those are my two probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> or half a glass of wine, mm-hmm. one of the two, or one of the three. <laughs> um, a couple more questions before our listener questions. Sure. So you, as, as we mentioned earlier, have been featured in a lot of different publications, and you speak a lot about self-care and entrepreneurship, which is amazing. So Thank what you. does self-care look like for you? You know what? Self-care for me is really just... So my family, everybody teases me because so, you know, I I have this thing, just breathe, just Mm -hmm. breathe. Um, Or do you want to breathe together? Which (laughs) they say to my littlest four year old, um, you know, do you want to breathe together when Mm -hmm. she's kind of antsy or tantrumy or something like that? Um, It's self-care is taking a second, taking Mm -hmm. a moment to just breathe and identify what exactly it is that I want. So really self-care looks so different from moment to moment for me. So self-care might be a nap for me, Mm -hmm. you know, or self-care might be, you know, ordering groceries or so, or self-care might be a trip, but it, 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 you know, it could be anything at any given moment. Mm Self-care might be me just being quiet, okay, you know, or it could be listening to music. So I do think that, um, self-care sometimes gets sometimes people have a really narrow view of mm-hmm. self-care which can be really harmful for us particularly as black women because yeah. I, I think sometimes w- there's this expectation that we have to just be so strong and just we can't we can't take breaks or, or right. you know we have to be super strong and I think that there's sometimes a, a misconception that self-care is you know vacations and manicures mm-hmm. and um you know mimosas and it it could be any right. of those things but it could also be humming right yeah <laughs> you know so i think whatever self care is to you mm-hmm. being able to identify that thing that makes you feel peace in that moment yeah that's the thing yeah i really respect that answer because <laughs> i always feel like oh i can get all of this done and like i don't need any help or like whatever so technically i was working like four jobs mm-hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> so i was working my nine to five yeah. working on the weekends doing retail and like also blogging and like doing this mm-hmm. and so i was like i'm fine everything's okay and it's like actually no i'm very right. tired right. Yeah. and i'm dying on the inside yeah. like it's too much so i just recently yesterday was my last day of my second job oh Yay. congratulations thank you and even then <laughs> even then i was like but can you really like just last another month can you just do it and I'm like no mm-hmm. it's okay for you to just sit down and like have your Saturdays to yourself if you're like working on I guess passion projects whatever mm-hmm. or even if you're just sitting down watching movie like it's okay Absolutely. but I was feeling like it wasn't okay for Absolutely. one for me to feel like that and for me to like I don't know I was just like you can make it happen you just need to I'm like no don't Right. Like, stop stressing yourself. You don't have to be stressed. Absolutely. Congratulations yeah. to you. Thank you. <laughs> it, it, it's it's so hard. Actually, the when I did when I left my job, I worked with an amazing organization mm-hmm. that I absolutely loved. It's just you know I happened to my my passion is right. You know my business, and I gave them a month and a half notice. Okay. <laughs> the job and it it out you know I was working at that point about. 80 hours a week because mm-hmm. I was working the, the day job and work, you know, trying to build right. Detroit made. And I felt like, no, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. And I was practically on the verge of a breakdown. Mm-hmm. And, but I was so, con- I was like, but no, I, I can do this, yeah. you know? And then I also didn't want to let my boss down. Right. Was great and amazing. And I'm like, 
in hindsight, I was like, a month and a half's notice. <laughs> I you would have been a lot less stressed yeah. out. <laughs> the thing is, Danielle, I did the same thing. <laughs> At this part-time job that I was working 15 hours a week, I felt bad. Yep. And I was like, I kept telling myself and my friends, I was like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to leave before the holiday. Mm-hmm. No. I was like, well, I don't want to leave around Black Friday because mm-hmm. like they might need me. Right. Granted, I wasn't even working on the schedule, mm-hmm. but it still just didn't feel right Absolutely. to like leave at that time. So I think at the beginning of November, I was like, December 1st, yep. like that's it. Mm-hmm. And even <laughs> typing that, like I was still telling my boss like, but if my schedule becomes less yeah. hectic, then I could come back. And mm-hmm. she's like, I don't think that you'll be back. Yep. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. And I was like, but it's not. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. It is. Yeah. It's of hard. us feeling like we have to carry the world on our shoulders. Absolutely. We're working on it. Absolutely. We're getting there. Yeah. One day at a time. <laughs> yes. Um, what is your favorite room in the house to clean and your least favorite? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> hmm. Favorite to clean? I would say... The bathroom. Okay. (laughs) And I think because, you know, you just, I don't know, I just feel better when it looks great and smells great Mm -hmm. and it's shiny and, you know, it's like, it just, and it, yeah, I think that's why it just looks great, smells great, shiny. Mm -hmm. It's an easy one to see a visible difference because things just shine, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And that's, you know, a really critical area to make sure it's clean. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, But least favorite, I guess I would say, I would say my bedroom. Okay. Yeah, because, um, yeah, it's easy to, you know, throw clothes over that famous chair, you know, and just kind of, so... um, and if I could take it outside the house, I would definitely say the car. <laughs> because if you, yeah, if you saw my car, you would not think that I owned a cleaning company. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because that's my least favorite place to clean. <laughs> so I would say vacuuming the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just had to, this wasn't by choice. But I, so my new job, I work with plants. Mm-hmm. And so I had a plant in my car and it tipped over. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Dirt everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Well, first, it was my fault because I put the plant on the seat. And mm-hmm. not on the floor. Why? <laughs> I don't know. But there was dirt everywhere in the seat. And so I, like, had to go vacuum that out. And then I, after I vacuumed it, it fell over again. And I was like, <laughs> oh, forget it. <laughs> for real. And I was like, well, this time it was on the floor. So I'm just going to put that little mat back over <laughs> it. We're just going to call it a day because I'm not going back to Jack's. Right. I'm not doing it. But I try to keep my car clean. But that's because, again, growing up in this yeah. household, my dad. I couldn't even leave like a pair of shoes in my car because he'd be like, your car is junky. Right. And I'm like, no, <laughs> look at these shoes. Look at these shoes. Like, how could you? I'm like, it's just one pair of shoes. Like, relax. So I, I have like a bag of like clothes I need to donate mm-hmm. in my car right now. But other than that, it's like, no, mm-hmm. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, but I have been in some people's cars where it's just like, are you okay? <laughs> <I'm depressed. laughs> right. Are you, honestly, like, why do you have eight outfits in yeah. here? and food and yeah no i can't do that okay so i have a couple listener questions from a few of my friends um you kind of touched on this one a little bit before but my friend amara she says what is the best way to stay on top of household chores like should she spread it out throughout the week or should she spend one day a week doing everything so should she say like Mondays and Wednesdays are like kitchen and bathroom days or should it just be like I don't have anything to do on Saturday I'm gonna just spend all day so you know what it really depends on your style okay Uh, we 
we often kind of recommend a little bit per day, but that's mm-hmm. not necessarily conducive to everybody's schedule. Right. So I, w- I would say, again, hybrid of mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of looking at what you can do each day and then if, and, and recognizing that if it's a push to do it, don't yeah. do it. So if, if saying like, okay, well, you know, when I'm in the bathroom in the morning, I'll just make sure to clean the mirror. Okay. If that's a push, don't do it. Mm-hmm. it just like a diet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're talking healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. not forcing yourself to have to, you know, you know, shine your chrome every right. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I, we we typically recommend, you know, a few days a week if you can, okay. if you can do it daily, because it just it's easier to spread it out, um, and then it's not overwhelming. Yeah, but in com- in conjunction with the reality of your schedule. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely that. So as as op- little things as often as you can. And then also um, systems mm-hmm. so that it's just easier. So if you happen to have kids, for example, and they, you know, they play with their toys and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe there needs to be a toy box that fits in with your decor. Maybe yeah. it doesn't look like Elsa and Anna. Maybe it's a nice leather um, ottoman that opens, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, you put that in your living room. So yeah, for a while it's chaotic, but then, you know, when it's time to put those toys away, mm-hmm. okay, kiddos, you know, you open up that thing, right? you put it in there. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, uh, you know, Saturday morning at mm-hmm. eight o'clock while you're listening to, you know, whoever, right. It, it could be 10 minutes mm-hmm. after playtime or, okay. you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and then my friend Bailey wants to know if cleaning products have a real expiration date. <laughs> that's a that's a good question. It really varies. Okay. So a lot of the natural products that we use, mm-hmm. there, I mean, it's like active ingredients. So we have to use it. We have to make it. So we we our team members have to combine the products while okay. they're there. Okay. Right. So especially, you know, if it's like um, peroxide mm-hmm. based or if there's, um, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, vinegar <laughs> um, um, or baking soda. Mm-hmm. Some of those combinations, like when you mix, it, the water activates it. Okay. So definitely that, yes. Yeah. Um, when it comes to, you know, your method and things mm-hmm. like that. You're not gonna make it to the expiration date because right. I mean it it'll yeah just use yeah. that stuff just use it use it use it okay <laughs> like unless you're cleaning literally all day every day <laughs> you probably won't go through it it'll be fine yeah I think the only thing we've ever gone well but that was when I was at home and there were five of us in the house it's like pine saw like mm-hmm. we would go through that oh, but yeah. also different size house and like mm-hmm. where I'm at right now so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't just use the products. The natural stuff, yes. But Mm -hmm. when you go to Meyer and get your, you know, (laughs) your Clorox Mm -hmm. or whatever, that's fine. Yeah. Excuse me. Okay, so thanks, guys, for those listener questions. I have a few more Mm -hmm. before we're done for the day. So, what are your plans for Detroit May moving forward? I know you're talking about like expanding to different markets, but is there anything else that like you just cannot wait to get done with the company? Well, we're scaling and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. We, we're excited to go national. Yeah. So, yeah, we're um, looking to add. I'm not sure if I should say it yet. I, 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 <laughs> loose lips sink right. ships. <laughs> but we're, we, we do anticipate um, a, a few more locations by the end of 2020. Quite, okay. quite a few more locations. Yay. So we're, we're excited and we're on track. We're working with some really great organizations that have really just helped us 
um, to move forward really quickly. So mm -hmm. um, Tech Town, Start Studio at Tech Town has mm -hmm. been really supportive. Um, U of M, we're working with their legal team. We're working with their marketing team. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're doing consumer research with them. And the the sort of connector for all that was the Detroit Neighborhood Entrepreneurship Project. Okay. Um, and they have just been the biggest blessing ever. So they are helping with our marketplace, helping with the website mm -hmm. and the marketplace functionality, um, helping with the app, um, researching all the locations that we're looking forward to scaling to scaling okay. in um, and working with us on, on customer discovery. So it's, we're really excited about yeah. this coming year. So I, I guess I would say the thing that is probably the most exciting would be that, you know, if, if, if I get the privilege of coming back this time next year, we'll be talking about quite a few more locations. Mm -hmm. so, you can yeah. come back anytime. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? You know what? It means pride. Mm -hmm. It means it, 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 gosh, it, it's a lot of things, you know, being born and raised in Detroit mm -hmm. and, um, seeing other women like yourself starting things and mm -hmm. growing things that give other women a platform mm -hmm. here in Detroit is exciting to be a part of. Yeah. So, um, it, it, it means pride and confidence, mm -hmm. I would say for me. So, and thank you for the opportunity. Oh, thank you for coming. Anytime I DM people, I'm just like, I hope they see it. I hope oh, they my respond. God. <laughs> it's so funny. I was like, oh, my God, damn it, the damsel's in Detroit. <laughs> oh, yay. Because <laughs> I know sometimes I'm bad with, like, checking my DMs. I'm just like, well, all we can do is try. But I'm glad you responded, and I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Um, I just think services like yours are so necessary. Thank you and I'm really much. about to get my life together because <laughs> you made me feel a lot better so about fun. wanting to book it now because i was oh, feeling good. a little guilty oh good yeah but no i guilt. don't anymore good because my okay. happiness okay the people at harvard said absolutely my <laughs> happiness is important so absolutely yes. <laughs> and lastly where can people connect with you on social and on the web absolutely so we're detroit made everywhere so mm -hmm. it's um detroit made m-a-i-d mm -hmm. um or i guess i shouldn't say everywhere but <laughs> instagram <laughs> facebook and twitter okay um and then yeah and i'm danielle smith parker Mm -hmm. everywhere too so instagram facebook and twitter <laughs> well thank you so much for coming thank you thank you for i had fun me. and thank you um danielle's husband for the moral support <laughs> <laughs> he's a videographer yes business partner okay, you be working on iphone today <laughs> steady hand i know working in social media that's an important skill to have. <laughs> well thanks y'all for listening thank you. and as always i want you to remember that detroit girls do it better and we'll be back next week